Welcome to another episode of Into Final Thoughts. Before we jump into it, I want to tell you to check out our official partner of this season of Into Final Space, Cartoon Crave. Cartoon Crave is an incredible network and news source for all things animation, including Final Space. To learn more, check them out on Instagram at cartooncrave underscore and at the Cartoon Crave on Twitter. Now, let's get into the episode. And we are back live and in action. It's your friendly neighborhood Final Space crew. I'm Gabe Jones, host of Into Final Space. Joining me as always is... That's Olin me. Rogers and Cody Galloway. Sorry, I just turned <laughs> off my uh, my uh, air purifier. <laughs> I just straight jumped you, buddy. There yeah. we go. Uh, hey. all, all good. Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry, Olin. I didn't tell you. You Cody's replacing you as my my co-host on this one. So you know. <laughs> you go. Introduce yourself, Cody. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Hey, it's Cody Galloway, baby. What's going on? We talking season three today? I mean, yeah. episode. <laughs> Episode season three, three as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are talking season three. Episode three. Three threes. Lots of threes. A lot the of threes today. Yes. Pumped threes. to get this one done. Uh, of course, we have Koti Galloway, voice of Akado, with us today. And Olin Rogers, as always, creator of Final hello. Space. Hello, 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 hello. Olin here, executive producer, writer, creator, actor, does social media wizard, edits all <laughs> the trailers, that, that guy, okay? Jack the, ma- the mastermind with laser vision. Let me add that, baby. Let me add that. And this yeah. is Cote Galloway, the voice of Avocado. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, there's a lot to dive into for this one. Once again, we're talking about Final Space Season 3, Episode 3, The Ventrexian. Uh, as always, tread lightly. Uh, you're entering the swamps of spoiler land, so make sure you've actually watched Episode 3 and then come back and join us. Um, but yeah. Let's, spoilers. Let, spoiler let's get, alert. Oh, spoiler alert. Big old, big old spoilers. So watch the episode. Join us. If you Do haven't not listened, listened to, the, to this, <laughs> Do not listen to this unless if, you're ready. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes of the podcast this season, definitely check those out as well. But for now, let's get into Final Space, boys. Um, let's do it. Let's, let's do uh, it. Yeah. Let's, I'll come back, of course, to the very, very obvious of this episode. Um, and I know people are going to be dying to hear Let's about it. Let's just get into it, Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is going to want that. They're going to skip sure. right to that. Let's sure. just give them right what they want right from the get-go. All, How right. About- All right. We'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Let's get right into it then. Uh, avocado, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and there's a few things that we'll talk about here, and I've got the two foremost experts on the matter with me. So uh, let's let's start. Uh, let's just start with the the Lord Commando, Lord Commanders, and Avocado's backstory, uh, and getting some solid dialogue between these two. You guys want to want to hit it yeah. all, all and give us the the backstory? Yeah, yeah, on this. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like we kind of touched a little bit on this on on season one, you know, and. We saw a little bit of that flashback, and you got a sense that this was a, a, a guy that basically did a lot of bad stuff, okay? Yeah. And, you know, in the sense of that, and you got a little bit of taste of it in, even in, you know, season two when he came back in the in the, the Remember It, I think. Um, yeah. No, it was actually the, the closer you get. It was at the, the very top of the closer you get. Avocado says, you know, I, you know, hopefully he didn't destroy you know, billions of of people, (laughs) and you get a little sense of it, but there was something that, you know, when we dived into the writer's room and it was like season two, season three, it was kind of like, you know, there's a lot of ideas that kind of transfer between seasons. And, you know, I remember season one, there's a big season one idea that we had actually planned forever ago that didn't make it into season two, that is now in season three. And it's a huge part of season three. And in the in the spans of season two and season three, we were discussing Avocado and his arc and 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 where to take it, where to take this character, you know, because he's he's such a great character and he's such a big character to the show. He's he's you know part of that holy trinity, Quinn, Gary, Avocado, you know, and it was one of those things that you see a lot of those backstories, you know, the, those elements of of his past, and there is no personal connection 
to what he's doing. You know, there is nothing like he, you see him destroy ships, but you don't see the people on it. You know, you don't see what he actually did. You don't feel it, you know, and to really understand the gravity of this situation, we had to dive in to when he first met the Lord Commander and how he became his number two and why this whole thing started where like is there a way to kind of tell that story in a really awesome way and so what we did is we kind of really deconstructed you know avocado as a character and kind of put him back together a little you know because at, at face value in season one season two who is avocado you know, right. <laughs> like, yeah. you know like, yeah. like let's get let's let's twist him a little bit more okay yeah. and let's R- make this character really yeah yeah you can go. literally blow him up <laughs> yeah, well, but like yeah and, and put it back together but when he came back we gave we had a really awesome opportunity to dive deeper into this character to really go to places that mm-hmm. we were like okay because originally in season one you know this character died right yeah there was that was it that was a story you know in season two we brought him back you know for various reasons. Okay. We brought him back. Um, and it was part of the plan. You know, we always kind of, it's like, there's a way to bring him back. And, and, and we, we thought about it and, you know, I think the, the network really wanted him back too. Um, yeah. and I think it was one of those things that we, we brought him back. Okay. He's Thank back. Thank you network. Thank yeah. you network. Let me add that. <laughs> okay. So it's like, he's back now. How do we tell a really rich story and how do we really kind of add a story that we can tell over multiple seasons yeah and it, this was like a great starting point was figuring out the first time he met the world commander figuring out what basically what was the thing that he said to get avocado on his side and we really like this idea you know just kind of in, in soldiers and war and stuff like that in in general you know um basically they they you know, follow these orders and they kind of, you know, there's so many wars throughout the history of time, you know, people follow orders, they die, they live, live, death, repeat, you know, live, die, repeat or whatever, essentially, you know, it's like, it's, it's just this endless cycle. And you start wondering why the heck are they even fighting? Like what you start losing? Cause once you're in a thousand year war, why are you fighting? Like yeah. you kind of lose the, you kind of lose the goal. Like there, he, and I think that was, you the Lord Commander found Avocado at a point where he's just been killing. And there is no, there is, he's kind of an empty person. Like there is nothing, there's no purpose to him. And so the Lord Commander actually gives him a purpose for the first time ever that he's ever had. Because this man, all he's known is war. All he's known is killing people. And he doesn't know why anymore. It's just because he's good at it, you know? And, 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 a lot of people do things that they're good at and they don't really ask, why am I doing this? You know, but for avocado, he never questioned it. And and now when somebody actually begs the question, Hey, why are you this killer? And, and finds out he doesn't even know why he's, he's killing people, why this war exists, what, why he's been fighting all this time. And then the Lord commander is like, well, let me give you a cause. Okay. And kind of for the first time, even though it's like, kind of like this, this kind of insane, cause it's a cause right it's something that he's never had you know like so it's like it's just enough for avocado to be like this this works you know this right. works for me right and, and to come in with that um he 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 falls into the belief right that he can help end death in the galaxy is that right and and so yeah yeah and, i mean it, and, here's and that's something look a warrior after so long has seen his comrades uh perish and die and yeah. suffered injuries and all that ultimately you don't want that nobody wants that in life and so he, he ultimately maybe believes this 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 guy like okay wait a second let me think about this you're saying that there's a way to end all of it and um, and I think he falls for that, and he falls for all the lies of the Lord Commander. And 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 let's let's still know that uh, the Lord Commander can still mind control. So I, I believe that there's a, <laughs> there's a little bit of that going on. And uh, of, of course, you know, Avocado doesn't want people dying, so why not go after whatever it takes to to make that possible? Sure. And um, you know, just because he's a 
he's good at being a soldier doesn't mean you know that he wants other people dying so yeah yeah there's this this kind of air of uh you know you go on so long it it, it breaks you you know yeah you like said you see so many of your your comrades fall and 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 going with the the whole war thing that we're talking about i'm currently in the midst of star wars clone wars um and i, I know olin you draw a, a lot of inspiration from star wars when it comes to final space um the whole idea of the of the clones was that they weren't droids they weren't just programmed to yeah. fight continually with no thought for themselves uh but they're people you know there's yeah they have lives they see their brothers fall um right. I think a, a lot of that kind of idea applies to Avocado. He's good at what he does. He's a he's an excellent fighter, but he's he's not he doesn't want to just fight forever. Well, Ola, yeah. let me let, let me ask you this. Ola. Okay, so when we're going into it, and Gabe and all you listeners out there, uh, there's this interesting character defining moment, I believe, for Avocado that happens, uh, having to bow, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's not he, he he's not one that's going to bow right but he knows he looks up he, he his surroundings he knows he's defeated and, yeah and, he's exactly he's, and this and this being you know there's this being okay that's floating in the air right yeah and has all these things around him it has power more power than he has than avocado has in that moment yeah and, and so he has to make this choice life or death right and he chooses life and and not only for himself but the soldiers, the men and women that he's been fighting on that battle with. And so in that defining moment, I think he decides, okay, I'm going to take this and I'm going to bow. And I think that's the first, uh, not the first, but in that moment, when we see that, that that's that uh, character defining moment of in that episode. Yeah. And I think, you know, what the, the bow, it's something that he processes, you know, he's, he's, he's contemplating it. It, It's not an immediate bow. It's he's looking up, he's calculating you know, the odds almost. And I think when he does do it, he knows, you know, I just saw this guy vaporize an entire army. Yeah. You know, the only way I'm surviving this is by bowing, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think he's on board with the Lord commander yet, you know, yeah. no, not until he gets yeah. summoned. And then right. he gets kind of persuaded into, into his cause a little bit, you know, and there's a little bit deeper. There's another part of this story that, that, is not told yet. Okay. And, and, and we can get into it a, a little bit deeper as we kind of discuss, but he says something that's, that's a really important story point and it kind of tricks people, you know, as, as they've watched it is when he says, you know, the Lord commander is like, do you have a family? And he says, yes, I had a boy, you know, or I have a boy. And it's one of those moments where you think it's a little Cotto, you know, you think that he's talking about little Cotto, but it's not, you know, yeah. and it was one of those moments that, we wanted to kind of keep the audience, you know, kind of believe. And once we committed to this thing, it's like you had to kind of, you know, make the make them believe that this thing is still real. But then that begs the question, what happened to his son? Yeah. You know, and that's going to be an awesome, <laughs> an awesome story. OK, and it leads to a lot of the of what happens at the end of this episode. And so it, there's there's. So much like about life, death, that the Lord Commander's talking about, talks about a son. You don't know what happened to his son. You know, it's just, it's it's kind of a, a big question mark. And then at the very end, you know, when we kind of dive into that, that you know, great, I think, ending, and it, and it really kind of drops and you feel the moment right there, you're getting to feel not only kind of like the, the sadness of little Kato's situation, Okay. Because it's, it is now something that you feel, you're going to feel this and you're going to feel it so much. And it, and it's, and it, and it, it's so powerful. Um, when it, not only in this episode, but, but <laughs> down the, down the, you know, the, the season it, it, oh, yeah. it's this, we're, we're starting to see the, the beginning of it. This is the beginning of a, of a multi-season arc right here. Okay. Not only for avocado, but little Cotto. And the and you're getting to, to to feel a couple different things. One, the sadness of what happened to little Kado. Okay. And two, you you feel angry at Avocado. Yeah. And it, you know, the thing is, Avocado, he's a changed person. 
You know, he is. Yeah. He's not the same person that he was. And he did something awful. Mm-hmm. And and that is kind of something that he has to live with. And he's kept a secret. And he hasn't told anybody. He has not told anybody this. Right. And, and yeah, because I feel that Avocado definitely blames himself for all of it. Right. Yes. You know, yes, Lord Commander was controlling him, manipulating him and everything, but his finger was on that trigger. Could he yeah. have fought harder? I mean, we know Avocado's heart is Ventrexia. He's the Ventrexian fighter, but he was also a dad at one point. And yeah. as we heard him say, yeah. he had a son. And But when he com- so when he completes this task of killing the king and the queen, he knows he's just betrayed everything everything that he believes in yeah and it was really and it was really out of his control but at the same time did he really truly resist it to his death you know what i mean thinking he was thinking he was doing the best thing for everybody but he just betrayed everything that he believed in yeah he's uh he's a a warrior for the throne right he's he's been trexian he's fighting to protect these people right uh, they, so, they believed in him when they saw him they're like ah oh, avocados come to protect us yeah and, and so when he finds their son he knows what he has to do right he knows what he has to do because after everything he just did and that's protect the son of the king and queen he's broken like Olum was saying he's broken and he's yeah He's just broken. And I feel in that moment after he's after he's had all these realizations that he's also broken that spell in that moment of the, of the Lord Commander. And he's able to say, hey, look, this is my son and he's mine. OK, yeah. Now he's not saying I got to protect him before the Lord, you know, for the king and the queen of Ventrexia. I don't think. But he's just saying, look, I, I gave you everything, all, everything that I believed in my heart, my soul, everything. This is this is my one thing to protect. Yeah, this is all I have left of it. Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. It's like you know, the Lord Commander is you know not only a powerful person, but he has that power of manipulation, the power of persuasion. You know, and if you think back, think back in all the times you've seen the Lord Commander and, and Avocado together, and you start piecing together, and even just Avocado by himself, but you start piecing together the story. It's like it would be cool for people to watch this episode and go back, yeah, and pick up on things and, oh, and yeah. kind of watch the season and kind of like when they first, you know, when Avocado first says, "I need to save my son," it's now this kind of thing where it has a different a different twist to it, and it's still his son, you know, but it's it's in his eyes and into a lot of people's eyes, it's is he here's the thing that you have, you have two dads, okay. One was chosen, the other one was stolen. Okay, Avocado stole his fathership of lot of of Little Cato. Gary earned it, yeah. and that's that's where you have this kind of cool dynamic now. Is, I mean, yet now you're kind of seeing you know where uh, where fists are going to fly, you know, yeah. and you're going to kind of really feel that. And you're also going to kind of look back on previous seasons and you're going to see that we kind of already kind of told you this was coming. <laughs> if you think of the closer you get when he was in possessed by Invictus and he literally said, you are not my son. You know, mm-hmm. I would yeah. never father something so weak. And people thought it was like, oh, that's just Invictus talking. But yeah. it's like, but Invictus inhabits people and uses them, you know, uses their, right. their truth against them. Yeah. So it's like cold-blooded. So you're seeing you're seeing a lot of this, a lot of hints down the line. And even, you know, one of one of the scenes to really look back at is is when he asked, you know, all of his generals to kill the firstborns uh, of, of, you know, to kill their firstborn for loyalty. And so you have Avocado there and he has to kind of basically, you know, potentially kill little Cotto. And And it's one of those moments that he decides not to. It's like he can't he promised to protect this kid even though, because it's, it's guilt, you know, his yeah. guilt is, is manifested in little Cotto. Yeah. And so, well, well, I think he sees, it's not just his son. He's become, he's become that what's left of what he held on to the most of Ventrexia as well. 
And, and let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this all. Um, so I feel like now just as the viewer point main also in with the story. The Lord Commander could have taken Little Kato at any moment. And or may force yeah. Avocado to kill Little Kato. Yeah. I exactly. feel like the Lord Commander uses Little Kato. Used, yes. Yes. As the tool. He that, knows. He knows absolutely. he can do it. So that, I I know how to control this ultimate warrior. Yes. To he get used Little Kato to control Avocado. He's always done yeah. that. Yeah. That's why he kept him prisoner. That's why he he's a person of manipulation. He can persuade somebody to do something. And Avocado will do whatever it takes to protect Mobicado. Yeah. 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 Well, as, so soon, all, as, all, as all, soon as he, he kills the king and queen, you know, with, like we said, we kind of, he, he broke that spell that the Lord Commander had on him. So at that point, you know, you have to have a new bargaining piece on, on the table and Little Kata becomes that for the Lord Commander. Yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. In that moment, he, it's like, yeah. So it's like, it's, I think it's, it's, it's leading towards a really powerful kind of arc and something that, you know, you start thinking about little Kato being a prince, you know, of Ventrexia. Yeah. And you see the relationship that he built with Fox and they've started to be, develop a friendship, you know, and that's, that means something. That's not nothing. That's, that actually means something. The, these people should hate each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have this, this prince that now basically is like, you know, what's the big deal? You know, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and it's, yeah. it kind of is setting up something really cool. And we just kind of saw a pathway that, that not only led to something, you know, it, and, and it's always darkest before the dawn, you know what I mean? Sure. And in and, and, and this moment, it was like, we're going to have to go a little bit darker in order to get to the, to the light on the other end. <laughs> Yeah. There's light on the other end? Yes. And, and the thing is... There's always light, baby. The thing is, I've always kind of, you know... I know this is like, you know, one of those episodes that is is sad and, and you know, it triggers a lot of emotions and it'll probably have some people angry, probably have some people sad, probably have some people just like, what the freak? What am I watching? You know? <laughs> but, at, but at the same time, it's you're feeling that way because you care about these characters. Yeah. And and that's that's one of the great things is is anytime that you can feel anything, anger, sadness, happiness, anything like that, it's one of those things that you've you've reached a connection with these characters in a meaningful way. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and that is only going to make you fall in love with this journey even more because yeah. it it gets you're going to you're going to see some really emotional scenes and you're going to see Avocado has now more than ever has a personal, we put a face on Avocado's crimes. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's little Kato. Yeah. That's the face. That's, that's the personal connection. That's, that's the end to all of his crimes right there. And the thing is like, what I get really excited about is when, you know, looking down the line, you think about a season four, if that ever does happen, hopefully it does. <laughs> you know, hopefully it does. But you think about them going back to Ventrexia and him having to face those kind of crimes. Not only that, but what if Avocado's grandparents are alive? You know, there's a lot of like questions like that where you're like, oh man, there's so many different places to go. What happens when little Kato becomes potentially king? Does he end that war? Does he finally end the, a thousand year war? I mean, there's so many cool avenues that it, that it's going. And it's like, it's it just kind of was like, we have to take this road. And I remember like back in like season one, <laughs> I think it was like, I think it might've been candy. I think candy asked me like, is avocado little Kato's biological father? And I was like, yes. And at the time I wanted that to be the case. 100 yeah. absolutely you know and it wasn't until i heard this idea that i was like okay i'm open to it but where does it go yeah it has to go somewhere yeah i'm not gonna just do it if it if it's not going anywhere right. and so we mapped it out and it's just season four even and beyond and i was like okay that's actually really cool and i think that that actually leads to something pretty powerful 
And even with avocado, I was like, oh, wow, that leads to something really cool too. And it was like, and it just kind of spider webbed everywhere. And I was like, okay, well then let's do it, you know? And, and me and David ended up doing it. And I think it's going to be one of those things that it kind of, you know, really shapes the show in, in a, in a, in a meaningful way. Yeah. And, and people can be on the fence about it. Just, you gotta, I, I know people always get irritated when I say, <laughs> you gotta wait, you gotta wait and see. Wait, wait, wait and see. see. Wait yeah. and see. Yeah. Gotta wait and you see. Know, one thing I want to say is you were saying that by the end of this episode, you're feeling all kinds of emotions and you're feeling this certain way. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of just, just something I was thinking of that um, father, son, or that parental, uh, you know, child thing is that avocado will do whatever it takes to protect his son. Right. Even if that's not being truthful with him, right. Because he doesn't want him to feel those emotions of the, you know, the full truth of, of the whole situation. And, and does he want little Cotto to know, because if little Cotto starts chasing after that throne or whatever that is, it's going to put him in more danger. And so can Avocado let that go to what's supposed to happen? He's still trying to somewhat control the situation. I think that, that you know, where I does think that take us? I think you know that Avocado, I, mean? I think that Avocado has a, a lot of guilt. I think mm-hmm. that is a broken individual. Yeah. And I think that when he took that bomb off of little Kato and ran with it and tried to save him, it was, it was all out of, you know, guilt. It was out of kind of essentially, you know, he says, look after my boy. He doesn't say look after my son. He says, look after my boy. And he runs Mm -hmm. and they explodes and he passes that off to, to Gary, you know? Mm -hmm. And what you get is you get Gary kind of in season two kind of earned being little Kato's dad, you know, you know, now here's the thing that we, that we're going to get to see. And it's not this season. Okay. Because this season it's, it's dealing with another thing, but eventually avocado is going to have to earn that. Right. And right now he hasn't, he hasn't earned that. And he's, he's he's not wanting that truth to come out. You know, he doesn't want it to come out because and, and the thing is, it's eating him up. Anybody that's ever kept a secret like this, mm-hmm. it eats him up. It, yeah. it destroys him from the inside well, out. Well, he knows where this dark road will lead to. Not just, right. yeah, I mean, ultimately for little Kato, but also for him, which you, you kind of tap, uh, tapped in a few things of where this could possibly go. So it's like, do you want to avoid that truth as well? Um, all, all the things that's happened up until that point. So, hey, you know what? If I got to bow one more time to this guy, I'm going to bow. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's yeah. what he's saying. He's like, I'm trying to avoid this whole situation. Okay, yeah. screw it. Yeah. I'll bow. Yeah. And then you get that nice little look to the side of, this is going somewhere <laughs> else. You know what I mean? You get that like, yeah. say, this, this is going to end eventually, buddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is going to end. I'm not going to bow too many more dang times. And, so what, uh, what, um, Gabe, on just uh, 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 what other what other questions you got on this one? You know, yeah. we we've discussed that in intricate detail, <laughs> and, yes. and we could probably devote a whole forever. Yeah, that. just go for um, the full. Just, just, you know, let's 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 switch it up to another another part real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, if, I'm sorry, I, I'm going I'm going to ask one more question, and then sure. we'll, we'll we'll do a conclusion because uh, this I just want to relate this back to kind of what we've been talking about the past two episodes of. Uh, consequences you know that's one of the big things you talked about uh when we were talking episode one episode two a lot of the season is facing consequences so um i guess just going forward um is there is there anything you could tell us for this this story i mean we know there's a lot going for next season etc yeah um but is there anything you tell us going forward for season three what how these consequences are going to play out yeah and you know that that was kind of something that you know I pitched the show on, you know, was consequences and, and the consequences were real. And all we're seeing is that kind of, you know, that when I got a little bit more control over the season, it's like, yeah, let's put those consequences back in. So it's like, you're going to see those consequences come to a, to a head and you're going to see 
you know, and again, I don't want to give anything away because it's, 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 right. such a, it's, it's always so hard to talk about, you know, the future and, and, and discuss things in a meaningful way without giving anything away. So, but, but I'll say this, it's like, it's there, avocado's got to face these consequences and he will face these consequences. And, it, and, and he's going to, the first consequence he's going to have to face is potentially uh, avocado and little Cato, you know, basically, or little Cato potentially finding out yeah. about the secret, you know, that's, that's going to be a consequence that's, that's looming over his head. And then you also have, um, you know, the, the consequence of what he did on Ventrexia that's looming on Ventrexia. It's everywhere he goes there, he's going to be met with some consequences. And, and that, that's the thing is like, it's, we're finally getting to kind of dig into that, that past, but also that arc of following his guilt, but also following his crimes. And is that the only crimes he's done? Who knows? He was (laughs) the second in command for the Lord commander, you know, he's done some awful things. And in also order some for- of the good things he'd done, you know, we don't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. There's definitely, Not redeemable at all. <laughs> there's definitely been some good things that he hid. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, look, <laughs> Avocado is a redeemable character and, and he can still be redeemed even with this, even with this. So it's like, I, I think it's, it's one of those things that, we're just going to have to, to, to follow this character and think about it. Like, you know, samurais, you know, like when, when uh, a samurai gets disgraced, it's, he becomes a Ronin, you know, yeah. and it's kind of, we're following that kind of mentality yeah. where you have this kind of Ronin esque warrior who's been disgraced and it, and it's not really, it's something that he, he hasn't been back to Ventrex yet. He doesn't know what it's, it's been like, what it turned into, what happened yeah. to mm-hmm. it. And once he faces that, I don't think anyone is going to be happy to see avocado, you know, he's kind of a a, a traitor on that planet. So, and the thing is, you know, with where everything's headed and, and all the consequences of, you know, this season and where it's going, you know, they're going to need Ventrexia and (laughs) it's, it's, it's not going to be good. It's, it's, (laughs) but it's always darkest before the dawn, you know, all I'm saying don't listen to anything this guy says. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to happen with this show, okay? <laughs> and no, but that's no, but in in all honesty, yeah, that's no. that's the writing process. You yeah, know? that is is, yeah. is kind of like you start out with one thing and it evolves, and you start yeah. out with another thing and it evolves. There's so many iterations and variations of uh, rewrites and notes and, yeah. and and ideas being passed around that. You're like, okay, if this is a good enough idea, you eventually just have to make a choice. Okay. Yeah. And you have to know that the, the choice that you've made, if there's story material, if there's actually an arc, if there's something meaningful on the other end of it, is it worth taking that journey? And when we looked on the other end of this thing, it was worth taking the journey. And yeah. so I know people are going to be sad. I know people are going to be upset. <laughs> I will probably that. get. He loves people, that. He loves people that. People will probably be done with the show. <laughs> Honestly, no. It's, it's no, no, no. It's I don't think anyone man, will be it, done with the show. I, yeah. You know, you, you, <laughs> you are super talented, and I, I I say that because I don't want any spoilers. I'm I'm one of those that I I do not like hearing anything. I know. I know. I don't. Even, I don't even <laughs> like watching trailers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like ah, but um, you're a genius. And uh, even 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 with the storyline of, of Avocado, uh, you knew what you wanted from the beginning with that guy from the beginning. And um, just the how, how it's all played out, you and David, the whole team, y- y'all created something so amazing. Yeah, and 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 we're and we're talking about the consequence. I almost am. Well, I'm not almost. I mean, I'm excited about what's going to happen with Quinn. Right. With with what she's not being truthful about. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of secrets going around, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, where's that going to lead? It's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to lead, lead uh, to a really cool thing as well. And, and, and I think that's that's what you're starting to see is a lot of kind of secrets come to the surface. And, and a lot of these kind of things that kind of uh, have, you know, and, and that's it goes back to that thing I was saying. It's like it's just talking. And, and a lot of people have problems communicating yeah. and 
How do you communicate that? How do you ask for forgiveness? How do you kind of even broach that conversation? And eventually, once you kind of hold something so deep and so close, you kind of forget that it's there and then you get reminded of it. And that's what happens in this episode. It kind of, the scab gets picked off and it's like the wound is still there. And, you know, he knows on the other end of this that, you know, little Kato is somebody that he cares about. Avocado believes in his heart that little Kato is his son and he wants him to be his son. And the only issue is on the other end of that, little Kato has no idea what's coming. Right. And little Kato is one of the strongest, absolute strongest characters in this show that, that can take this emotional beating and is always kind of standing still, you know, yeah. like he, he's, yeah. he, he, you never see this character. Ooh. Um, Hence, wait, wait, did y'all, did y'all kind of taking him back where he aged for however, how long was it? 60, 60 years. However long, yeah. yeah. That was that part of the whole strength in him to get ready for this future process. I think that it's like, you know, you look into a lot of different aspects of, of that character and what he's been through. He's been in prison. He's been, he's been on the run. Yeah. There's so much stuff that he's been through. And I love the fact that you get to see him vulnerable. I love the fact that you get to see him cry. I love the fact that you get to see bad things happen to him, but there's also good things that happen to him. And he does have that support system. And the thing is, you're going to see some amazing performances. I think in honestly, um, you know, obviously Cote with, with you, I mean, it's probably one of my most favorite performances you've ever done in this episode. Oh, eight. Man. And, and I, I still remember yeah. after that, after that record, you needed a moment to kind of collect yourself, you know, because oh, you yeah. were kind of, you know, feeling the emotion of it. And then he walked mm-hmm. out and he's like, dude, I'm glad we're friends. And we just like hugged it out. <laughs> it was like, yeah. it was such a strange like moment, but it was also kind of beautiful. And it was yeah. like, cause I knew that you were kind of going through stuff. I was going through stuff. And then you didn't get to see the other end of me sweating my butt off in the booth. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, you know, I was like, kind of like crying my eyes out recording this thing. And I remember I had to do it twice. There's one time, I was getting to a place where I was just like, I don't know where I went. And you get, you hear the emotion in these records and with you and me. And I think we've probably our best performance out of the show. It's like, is that, <laughs> is those scenes in that episode? I love it so much, but, um, Ooh, but yeah. Get ready for that, yeah. baby. Yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, that's our, uh, our big old breakdown on, on all that uh, and all that entails, because uh, there's a lot of it. But I want to talk about a few other things. Um, so yeah, uh, let's talk a little bit about Gary and Quinn because we did get some some nice moments yeah, in yeah, this yeah. episode. Um, we've been seeing them trying to connect over and over again, but we finally got a little moment in this episode. Uh, let's 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 break that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I think that their, you know, relationship is um, you're starting to see that, you know, Quinn is kind of um, almost like putting up a little bit of a, a of a front almost, yeah. you know, like she's trying to keep that that, you know, smiling face on. But behind it is is a looming, you know, dread of yeah. what what is going on with her. Yeah. And so in, in episode two, you saw them kind of being really sweet with each other. And, and um, it's nice, you know, it, it's, you know, one of those moments that you're kind of like, whoa, wait, when did this happen? <laughs> and you kind of see that Quinn is the one that kind of, you know, kind of instigates <laughs> some yeah. of that. And it feels like she's going a little bit too fast. You're like, why is she going? Like, she wants to make out. What are you talking about? <laughs> And it's one of those moments that you kind of start to feel like it's somebody that doesn't have a lot of time, sure. you know? And, and I think with this episode, you know, you get another sense, uh, the, the next check um, of this sickness, you know, and it's spreading. And this yeah. is kind of one of those things that, you know, 
now it's fully on Quinn's mind. And I don't know if you've ever had a sickness or ever went to the doctor and you can't stop thinking about this thing and almost the stress ends up making it worse. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's happening in this moment where you just kind of keep thinking about it, keep thinking about it. And it's just kind of getting worse and you can't get your head off of it. And, you know, she's trying to, with all of her might to kind of like not let Gary know, because I mean, he went so far to kind of come rescue her. And to, to, to find out that it wasn't enough, that yeah. potentially that she could be dying is one of those moments that you're just kind of like, oh no, you know, that's, that's why, that's why she doesn't <laughs> want to break his heart, you know, and, and, and not again. And, and I think it's, 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 it's kind of heartbreaking and it's sweet at the same time. And so you're getting to kind of see them work through this part of their relationship in a meaningful way. And I really like the ending beat where it's just kind of like, it's, it's probably, I think the, the, the sweetest moment between the two, because you kind of get why they kind of, you know, are, you know, <laughs> just them, <laughs> them two together, which yeah. is essentially like, you know, Hey, you know, um, just know that, you know, I'm here and that, you know, we can, you know, if you ever got anything going on, let's talk about it. Just tell me, you know, and, and, Basically, uh, you just got to give me a signal because I'm terrible at signals. And it's true. He is. And I think <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's a nice, sweet moment. And, you know, it kind of alleviates a little bit of the stress, but it's not gone, you know, sure. it, and it's you're only going to kind of see um, a kind of escalation of where this is going. And, it, and it's it's not good, you know, and, and I see that you know, with a grain of salt that you kind of got to, you know, see where it all plays out. And, um, but the sickness is not, it's not a good sickness, you know, it's, it's sick. It's a sickness. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, you're only going to see more meaningful relationship moments between these two. Yeah. And, you know, whether or not they, um, play, you know, it's, it's up to the viewer at this point to decide, but I do think that there's some really impactful and really uh, earnest moments between the Absolutely. two of them. And yeah. it's, you're only getting more of it. And so it's just get used to it at this point. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you're not on board with them. Sorry. I mean, Oh yeah. No, that I think, uh, I mean, to this point uh, of recording, I've seen up to episode 10. So I, I agree uh, from what I've seen so far. I think they, they work really well together uh, for, for two people that, you know, kind of seem opposites. Um, they just, they, they, yeah. they have their, their quirks that play well together. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's like, you know, we did such a disservice of that in, in season one and season two, because we didn't get to tell that, that other side of the story. Yeah. And then season two, we had such an awesome idea of starting every episode with Quinn floating in space and uh, <laughs> kind of telling her story as she was in final space and then finally meeting her at the end. And I know everybody's like, oh, why? Why didn't we get that? Like, <laughs> don't blame me. I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's it's one of those moments that uh, just notes, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't escape it. You can't escape notes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got another uh big one here that happened during this episode uh was not overlooked because it was so epic to watch titans uh, we got uh the the big old bolo arescus mooncake big space battles uh very quintessential sci-fi um what what was it like moving into this this kind of giant scale that was these these big old space battles between the these titans uh where are these where are these inspirations come from for you yeah, you know, it's it was one of those things that once the moment we started kind of doing Titan lore in season one, I was like, I want to see Titans fight <laughs> at some point, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was like, at some point, I got to show it, you know. And and I and one thing that I didn't want to do, so I didn't want to kind of like, you know, drag it out and it sure. be this thing that you got to wait until the end of the the season, you know, to kind of you know see a Titan fight. It's like no. You're going to get it right off the rip. And not only that, but it's like, we're going to get, you know, a bunch of little Titan fights, you know, but it's like, I think the, the big thing for me is that you get to see a lot of the mythology of like, why the Titans are doing what they're doing and kind of like, you know, that they were kind of used as these people to build 
the universe and they yeah. kind of um you know found a, a different path and you know bolo was still on the side of the arachnitex and ends up getting imprisoned and you know gets uh dimensional cubed and it's just kind of one of these um cool moments where you get to see these two characters go at it and you get the fun angle of you know basically jill <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what yeah. i was gonna, i was going to ask are we going to see jill <laughs> I, not not this season, but the idea was that you would be here in like a season four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it's like Jill is such a you know a cool character to go down. Um, but what better thing to see two titans fighting about, right? Right, right. Yeah, and I think it's look, it's it's real. It, it makes the episode feel so much bigger, and you know you get to start to really feel the stakes, and yeah. you also get to to you know see kind of just the odd pairing of Bolo and Moon King, you know, and, and just kind of go at it. And, you know, that was one thing that we didn't really get to do in, in, in season two in a meaningful way is kind of say, hey, no, Moon King's a pretty awesome character. Oh, yeah. Let's see some, let's see, see mur- you know, a murder <laughs> pick, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was always fun to kind of get to, to dabble a little bit in those Titan fights. And this one I think is, is you know, probably one of my favorite Titan fights. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, as we come to to wrap this episode, anything you can tell us? Wait, wait, wait a second. Can we talk about Biscuit for a second? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like, we're tapping into where, for me, I I think with uh, Biscuit, uh, he's saying the things that Gary should be saying a little bit, (laughs) you know? And I don't know. I kind of like Gary, uh, I mean, Biscuit's uh, role in in this episode, too. You know? Yeah. You know, I think it was. Biscuit is one of those things that uh, David was really adamant <laughs> about <laughs> having Biscuit be this kind of uh, catalyst to basically um, poke holes in Gary and Quinn's like relationship, you know? Yeah. And, and kind of like almost eventually force them just to kind of talk it out and kind of almost like be like a little bit of a, you know, he kind of brings up the obvious in a very awkward way, you know, and causes, <laughs> almost make makes things worse before it gets right. better. So yeah, yeah. Well, it forces the combo. You know? Yeah, and so it's. I think it was fun, but also it, it kind of gives another little angle to. Uh, yeah, it gives another little angle to it. So it's it's one of those kind of cool things to to see for sure. Oh yeah, and uh, very good reception on uh, on biscuit from uh, from episode two. I think a lot of people. Really, really liked his character introduction. Um, it was really fun to see him. We're, uh, I think we're all pumped to see Biscuit as we go further down this season. And speaking of, uh, what can you tell us about uh, about episode four this week? Well, I want to say before before uh, like I'm in really enjoying. And you can put this in wherever, but I'm really <laughs> enjoying Gary's growth, man. Okay. I mean, you're you're. The acting that you were saying, of course, we're growing and we're getting better and better. But man, you are killing it with the growth of Gary oh, thanks, man. and and, and the, the acting. And as they will foresee here in the next few episodes and going forward, it's there is so much of a connection with these characters that oh, yeah. you have. I have and all the other talent, it, man, it really shows. And before, you know, just leading to that next episode, that excitement and um Man, I just wanted to say that that, yeah, you, you, you're killing it, man, and uh, yeah, I'm just it. thankful to be a part of it. I'm thankful for all the Fentrexians. I'm thankful for where this show can be seen, whoever's seeing it um, and hearing this right now. And uh, and thanks for Gabe for holding this down. Uh, it, it really does mean a lot that you know we're putting all this work in, and and Olin especially putting all the work in, and and the whole team. Yeah. uh doing their thing that there's these ways to get it out and seen and heard and everything so yeah and it's like look you know obviously this is coming out of you know an, a, a big reveal episode you know and, and i know a lot of the hardcore fans are probably listening to this right now um and it's like i <laughs> i know that exact feeling and all i can say is this it's like look it's good to feel things it's good to kind of you know you can disagree with it all you want and, and you're completely okay to do so. And I think in 
in this regard of, of, of this story, it's like, you just got to trust the process. You got to trust the story. You got to trust where it's going to go. And it's like, there's aspects, um, you know, that aren't always going to kind of shape out that the, the, the way that people want, but it's, it's just the way that the story is going. And I think, you know, looking ahead and into episode four, you get a really kind of, you know, great continuation to this, to this story. But also it's like, it's, we're getting kind of uh, more into Ash territory, you know? And I think that was one of the cool, fun things about each of these episodes is you're kind of getting a little bit of a spotlight, you know, on the characters, which yeah. is one, it was like the full group, you know, uh, kind of basically episode two, you're getting a lot more of the Quinn Gary. And then episode three was kind of more uh, avocado. And four is kind of that more Ash yeah. And then five, you get the Quinn, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's, you're getting more and more of these characters that were kind of um, didn't have a lot of, you know, episodes in, in the past. And I think it's, it's, I promise you, if you're, if you're <laughs> dissatisfied with the amount of uh, emotion and, and actual kind of uh, meaningful story that's ahead it's i totally understand but it goes into a really awesome spot and i think that this arc is is heading into a really cool area for the for the show but also it's like it's a risk it's a gamble and you got to take risk and gamble sometimes and that's something that you just got to try to do and and wherever it shakes out it shakes out you know like and i think with this you know part of the story you kind of are getting uh, kind of the the next evolution of Final Space, you know? And it's like you're seeing kind of the, you know, season one, season two, um, I think both had, you know, their merits. And I think that they were kind of both, you know, pretty good seasons. You know, I, I, I all I see is the flaws. That's all I see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see any good anymore, you know? It's, it's impossible for me to see it. But what I do know is that there are some great, stories and some great episodes ahead and that's probably the first time i've ever really felt that way you know for final space it's insane to say that and i know that a lot of people really connect with the uh, uh, certain episodes but it's like for me there are some beautiful episodes ahead and i'm talking about episodes that will will make you feel so warm and so sad and so um kind of just like you're gonna love them and and, and 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 it goes even epic. It goes epic. It goes big. It goes small. And it starts to slow down. And it starts to really kind of just basically f- just touch on these characters that you and and I always said that like the the heart of this season is you know you got the relationship between Gary and Quinn and you know basically little Cotto and Avocado, but it's Avocado Quinn Ash. Those are the characters this season that that they spotlight them. And it's going in a really awesome direction. And I think it's, man, it's going to, it's going to be sad. It's going to be heartbreaking, but man, it's (laughs) thrilling, dude. It's thrilling. Every step of the way, it's thrilling. Can I just say this? It's one hell of a ride, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, I think once you get to, uh, once you kind of start getting into, to, to the latter half of the episodes and you start seeing where it's going it just gets more and more exciting yeah and i think it's uh it's going to be a great season and you know obviously to everyone that is upset i'm sorry <laughs> it wasn't just me that that came over that blame the writer's room you know and, and <laughs> them convincing me um but what i do think is that it it showed a very promising end and not only to the to the you know to the show but also just an arc in such a a really awesome spot so i'm excited for it and um it's never what i originally intended and um but i think avocado needed something he needed that we needed to put a face to his guilt yeah because you can't just you can't just see that like i don't care if like those ships that he destroyed in episode six i'm not going to remember that you know, and I, and I don't really, honestly, I don't care about any of those ships and who's on those ships. Cause it's just like, you don't see them. You don't know. You, you're not connected with them. Yeah. So once you see the face to this guilt of little Kato, it means something. Now you're like, Oh, 
oh, avocado. What the freak? What the, what did you, what did you do? You know, and that's what you need. That's what we need people to feel like. Like, what did he do? Why? Yeah. Why did he do that? You want people to be that passionate about it. Yeah. And so now that you have this face, and I know a lot, some people's like, how do you get redeemed from that? And it's not going to be easy, right. <laughs> but yeah. that's the point, you know, yeah. that it gives us so much story mileage to kind of really let this thing breathe and actually kind of work through it. And we, that's why I said it was a multi-seasonal arc. It's not just one season. It's not, not going to be the end of the season and we're just, we're, everything is fine and dandy. No, it's still there. So it's like, the thing is, it keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. And this character, you know, I think in, if you get every sense of it, there's so many hints, you know, with the right push, you'll see what he's really made of. And you did. You saw it. You saw what he was made of. He's He can do bad things. Yeah. And he's not a perfect character. And he's not, he's flawed. He's flawed like everybody. Gary's flawed. Quinn's flawed. Everybody's flawed. But what we get to see with Avocado is now the beginning of a long journey of getting over and figuring out how to find forgiveness, but also a guilt that is so deep that he's going to have to figure out how to, how to come and make amends and, and redeem everything that he's done. And there could be a possibility where it doesn't happen, you know? And it's like, you know, he's tried to kind of put on this facade that he was this father for so long that he was kind of like little Kato's father. But the thing is, his name's little Kato. It's not even a name. What is his name? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know. Avocado doesn't even know his own son. Name. <laughs> like so he called him little Kato. Like that's, that's the thing is like, he was so guilty. He couldn't even place ownership over little Kato. He couldn't name him. Yeah. But he still felt that connection to little Kato, you know, like he still, he wanted him to be a son. And that, and so you're going to see just such an, like a, like a deep story. Like, and that's, that, those are the best kinds, you know, <laughs> that kind of got that basically ruffle the feathers and, and get people really kind of talking and communicating and basically being like, Oh man, where does this go? You know? And I think this is, this is the beginning of something for avocado that honestly makes him a more interesting character in my eyes. And I, and I love avocado. I think he's a, I think he's a fun character, but what else, what else was there? (laughs) I feel feel it's a good, it's a good journey towards the truth. Yeah, exactly. It's like, can he face that? Will he face that? Will he make it to face that? That's he's got, dude, he's got so many crimes <laughs> to, to, to answer for. Yeah. And, and we thought about, dude, we thought about so many different ways to go with the avocado story. We thought about like, there was another way of like, you know, if we kept him the biological father, you know, we could kind of, you know, really keep going in that path where, you know, he tries to be a, a good dad and he keeps connecting with his son and stuff like that. But it's like, then it's like, where does that go? Yeah. You know, like, it, like there, there's no more story. Why did we bring back avocado? You know? And it's yeah. like, you could, you could say, it's like, well, he's trying to be a better and better dad. It's like, look, he, he sacrificed himself with a bomb for his son. <laughs> there's never, there's never going to be any better dad moment than that. Okay. But we brought him back. Okay. And so now we have to figure out a meaningful story to tell with him. Yeah. And the meaningful story is that, Hey, you know what? In his past, he wasn't a good guy. He did some stuff, you know? And that was just, man, it just opened up so many doors. That's why I get I get excited when I start thinking about it, is that I know where to take avocado at this point. <laughs> you know, like, when we kind of got the ask of kind of like, are we going to bring back avocado? We're like, I guess, you know, like, well, you know, we'll, we'll maybe dive into it. And, uh, you know, we ended up figuring out a way to, to get him back and, then it was like, okay, well, where are we, you know, I remember we sat down in the writer's room and like, okay, where are we going to take them? Like, we're, like, we need to come up with a story. But not only that, we got to figure out like, what is something that we're going to really dive into? And we started thinking about all the kind of stuff that he did in the, you know, when he was under the Lord commander, and we really wanted to kind of dissect that, but also dive into it. We haven't seen, we've scratched the surface of avocado. 
we've scratched the surface. What was he like as a kid? What was he like, as, you know, when he was a father to his son? Who was his son? What happened to his son? Yeah. You know, there's so many things we get to tell with avocado now, you know, <laughs> and it's like, what led him to that moment? So now we get to tell all that stuff. Yeah. And it kind of like, it's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be amazing. You're going to kind of love this character even more. And it's one of those things that you'll never forgive him for what he did, but he's going to try. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the thing. He will do anything in his power to try to make up for that. And that to me is one hell of an arc. Like you follow that, you know? And so we just kind of are following that path. And I think it's an exciting path. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine, listen to this. Can you imagine being the fly on the wall in the room with Olin Rogers and David Sachs? Can <laughs> you imagine that? No, no. How awesome that would be. <laughs> Amen. Look, I, I've been fortunate enough to be around there sometimes, and it's pretty awesome. Like you yeah. just see the magic. I, I mean, literally, lightning strikes sometimes. <laughs> like, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, just imagine when they're going to these ideas and they're in that writer's room and everything. Oh man, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I mean, it, 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 look, it's, stories. It's, it's, I think it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, it's always kind of an interesting process breaking down story and, and you never know where it's going to go until you get into that room and you start throwing around ideas, you know? Yeah. And I think at this point, you know, in season one, we knew kind of where we wanted to go with everything, but we didn't really know the middle, you know, and, and we kind of, the writer's room kind of helped us figure that out. And season two, it was a lot more complicated, man. It was, it was, that was hard. That was a hard one to figure out. And it was, it was a slog, you know, <laughs> and uh, because it was just, it was impossible to kind of, you know, I remember we had this, this whole, I think I even took a picture of it, like what the season two would have been, you know, and it was like, Dude, it was Empire Strikes Back. It was amazing. And um, it was one of those things that, you know, with this writer's room, you start diving into the the characters and you're like, okay, well, we're in season three. Um, what's the what's the meaningful story that we can tell with each of these characters? And I think with where we saw the holes, we were like, you know what? Ash, Quinn, and Avocado need some spotlights, you know? And I think, you know, you get to follow some really amazing stories with those three characters and, you know, kind of, we know who Gary is. We know who little Kato is, you know, and the, you know, obviously there's a bunch of other characters that we, we still have yet to spotlight, but it's like, I think with each of the seasons and the time limit that we have and the episodes that we have, we only get 21 minutes. That's it to tell our story, you know, and 13 episodes, that's it. So you can't tell, all the stories that you want to tell, you know, but you can tell most of them, you know? Right. And so with this, we pick them three and, and I think, you know, you get some really awesome stories with them and uh, we'll talk more about them in, in later episodes, Heck but yeah. I'll yeah. leave it. I'll yeah. leave it on that. Yeah. And I, I was going to say breathe fan tech scenes, breathe, but uh, at this point I'm sure everyone's two on the edge of their seats. Let me so, ask you uh, this. Dave. Let me just, ask, <laughs> let me just ask you this. You've seen, you, you've seen up to episode 10, Correct. Knowing that and be just completely honest. I have, I have, look, I know that you're a fan of the show. I'm giving you complete permission <laughs> to, to whatever you want to say here. Do you feel like the episodes that you've seen, it's leading in a meaningful direction that, that you feel like that the avocado not being little Kato's biological father could lead to something pretty amazing. I do. Um, just from what I've seen so far, uh, I wish we would have gotten more of it by, by this point, but at the same time I've seen where other stuff needed to take precedent. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. And I, and that's the thing is I agree with that. I, I think it's one of those things that, you know, if you look back at season two, if you look back at a lot of this stuff, it kind of gives a re, you know, it adds another layer to it. And that's what I always love it. When, when you get to tell another part of the story and you get to go back and like, Oh, that thing, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, especially with the de winters and all that stuff. Oh Yeah. <laughs> 
So <laughs> when you get to tell another part of the story, you get to go back and you get to re-experience it in a new way. And you get to re-experience Avocado and Little Cato's relationship. And you get to kind of see each little kind of thing. And, you know, we thought it through and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. It all made sense. So I think it's like, yeah, there could be more, but also think about it. Avocado died episode six, season one. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. There was no more story for him. Yeah, that was it. So we got to episode eight and nine, and then we kind of was like, you know, he got possessed by Invictus. And it's like, yeah, maybe we could have told more story there, but I think the closer you get is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't have changed I wouldn't have changed anything. And that actually foreshadows so much in yeah. this season. Yeah. And so I, I couldn't, I, I would never give up that episode. Oh yeah. Well, no, I, I think, I think what's been done thus far has given this season, the room to breathe with the characters that it plays with in an incredibly meaningful way. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to, to Ash and Quinn in these, in these upcoming episodes. Um, but I also think that, that this, this sets something that is allowed to loom over your head as you go through wondering when's it going to come up? When's it going to come up? When's it going to come up? That's right, dude. You haven't seen. Okay. Yeah. You haven't seen the, uh, the last three. <laughs> Yay. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 You haven't and seen that the, ends the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You haven't seen the last three. I totally forgot. Yeah. Yeah. You've only yeah. seen it for 10. Yeah. So, uh, well, I hope this answers a bunch of questions out there. Uh, I'm sure people are, on the spectrum from angry to sad to excited to pumped to uh, who knows what. Look, look, I'll oh, say this. Yeah. This is the last thing I'll say. Hang in there. Hang in there. You got this. We're in this stretch together. I love you guys. I know that you're sad, upset. You're, some people probably love it. Who knows? I don't know. I love it. it. We're, we, record, <laughs> we, record this, we record these things before the, the episode actually airs, so yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to be off. I'm not even going to check my phone. Oh, I'm going yeah. to somewhere else. Okay. So don't go too hard on me. Yeah. It's, yeah. but, but I will say it's, that it's worth it. I, 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 yeah. as a fan of the show, not just as the person making this podcast, I, I, I think it's worth it. Okay. Thank you, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> one, I have one. And, one and without bias, You've got at least a vote of confidence. <laughs> and without bias, I know it's worth it. <laughs> On a, and here's the thing. This is one of the, this is, this was the one thing I was probably most worried about reaction wise. Once we get past this, I, I don't really know. I don't, I don't think there's too much else that, that I'm yeah. that worried about. This, 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 this is the one I lose sleep overnight. So, um, well, I think it's going there. to be awesome. Uh, but for now, uh, just know, guys... just know, just just know this, okay? That Gary and Avocado can feel you, okay? <laughs> Fridge rocks, Fridge yeah. rocks through rocks, <laughs> through rocks. But but listen, listen, it doesn't just hold to rocks, okay? All right, it's everything. Rocks. Especially through the internet where you can follow everybody uh, at Final Space, at Into Final Space, at Olin Rogers, at Gabriel W. Jones, and at Cote Galloway on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and you can also do us a major favor by following us on your favorite podcast location like Spotify. Uh, and you can help attract new fans to both the podcast and the show by giving us a wonderful rating on Apple Podcasts. But uh, that's uh, until next week. Uh, big episode, heavy episode, but a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, Koti, for joining us. Owen, yeah, I will see you baby. again <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the next one. Uh, and we'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs>